0: listening to episode 30 of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Equipping ELLs. We are on the last episode of our summer series called Successfully Setting Up for the School Year This Summer. How have you enjoyed it so far? If you are just joining us, make sure to go back to episode 25 and catch up on different practical and action-packed ways you can get set up now so that you can start the year ready to go. In the last six weeks, I've been walking through how to set up a scope and sequence, how to set up quarterly goals, how to set up and define language expectations that are appropriate for your different levels of language learners, how to set up newcomer activities, how to set up lesson plan templates. And today we are finally gonna get into how to set up materials for your intermediate ELL students. And what that looks like for our intermediate students is not so much the materials, but more the routines and the structures that are really going to make the biggest impact and difference in how this year goes when you're supporting your intermediate ELLs. So let's dive in. As ESL teachers, a main purpose of your job is to support intermediate ELLs, learn language and content at the same time. And if you've been teaching for any amount of time, you would know that this is easier said than done, much easier said than done. So how can we set up resources that will make this easier? A lot of this comes down, like I mentioned earlier, to the routine and structure that you begin with at the beginning of the school year so that you foster an environment of trust and safety along with your students aware that you are going to set high standards but you're going to help them reach those goals. So that's really what we want. We want to avoid having a group of long-term ELLs because we haven't set up that structure. We haven't set up those high expectations. They aren't being challenged. And so they kind of fall through the gaps. That's the opposite of what we want to do. But this can really be hard sometimes to figure out how do I really support all of these different groups of students without burning out, without feeling like I need to work all the time. And so today we're gonna go into five different ways that you can do that, that are gonna be really beneficial to whatever grade level you teach and whatever language level you teach. You can even use these with newcomers. Just some things to think through as you get started this year, because we know that when you set them up now, then the whole school year is gonna run smoother. When your students know what to expect when they walk in your class every day, it helps them feel comfortable and confident in your classroom. And then when you know what you're teaching or you know the routine that you already have set up, you can plug in the content and the language goals that you are teaching. And so this really helps you and your students. So let's talk about what kind of routines you should set up for your intermediate classes. Okay. The first one that I wholeheartedly think is the most important for you to get started right at the beginning of the year. And the easiest once you get it set up is to incorporate a daily speaking warm-up. having something already ready when the students walk in the classroom, that's on the board, like a picture, a picture prompt, where they know when they come in, depending on the level of students you're working with, maybe they grab a journal and they write about that picture for five minutes. Maybe if it's a lower language level group, they come in, they find a partner, they sit and they talk about the picture for five minutes. Why is this important? Because it's now setting the expectation that you are going to communicate in the classroom, you are going to try, and it's okay if you don't know all the words, or you don't say correctly in the sentence. It's all about just getting over that fear of speaking. If you've listened to any of the previous podcast episodes, I've shared a little bit of my personal story and how I had a minor in Spanish and still was fearful to speak it. And until we help our students get over that fear of speaking, they're really not going to grow. You have to apply what you're learning. And so setting that up And knowing, having your expectation that when your students walk in your classroom, that first five or 10 minutes is going to be a speaking opportunity. It warms up their brain. It gets them ready and engaged to speak in English and work in English. If you are looking for materials in order to do that, you can click in the show notes. So I'll add a link to my speaking writing cards, which you can use every day of the school year already done for you. All you have to do is put it up on the screen and it's there. That's number one, set up a daily speaking warm-up. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you a quick question. How different would your life be if you could confidently plan effective and engaging lessons for your ELL students in a fraction of the time? I created my membership equipping ELLs to do just that. When you join, you gain instant access to the exact resources you need, proven and prepped for you, plus a supportive private community of like-minded educators. Join us today at www.equippingells.com. Now back to the episode. two, a routine that I encourage you to incorporate this year for your intermediate ELLs is to go slow with the material. Okay. And what I mean by that is not water things down or, or do anything like that. We don't want to dumb down curriculum and think in thinking that that's scaffolding. That's not what I want you to do though, is to go at the pace that your students are at. And so far too often we, you know, give the students a passage and read it in one class. In the next class, we're moving on to something else. And we're missing out on a lot of the opportunities and a lot of finding those golden nuggets and helping our students really understand all the domains in one activity is by spending a lot of time on one activity. So I encourage you to use one passage and use it every day of that week. Doing activities like using a closed reading framework where they're going deeper and deeper as they begin to have more exposure to the reading. You know, think about if you are doing a closed reading and that first day, you're really just trying to get them to understand, comprehend, understand new vocabulary, build background, all of those types of things. A routine that is crucial to set up and really just kind of set this precedent at the beginning of the year but it's to go slow with the material first to tell yourself it's okay to go slow and to also set that expectation for your students that your job and that their job is to really go in deep in the materials. And I know sometimes we feel like we don't have time to do that, but just think of all that we're missing out on. When we breeze by the materials that we're using, one, it, it makes more work for us to continue to find new materials to use. And two, we're missing out on opportunities to really go deeper on content and language. Just for an example, you know, looking at setting up a closed reading framework that you use every week. And at the beginning of the week, you choose that passage that you're going to use. And you're going to use that same passage every day for that week. Think of all the different ways and all the different things you can pull out of that one reading passage. It really can go a lot further if you just focus your mind on that and say, Hey, we're not going to rush through this. We're going to take this approach. We're going to, you know, spend time on that first day, just front loading vocabulary, talking about it, building connections, maybe using some multimedia to bring in some deeper knowledge, listening to it read fluently, all of that can be done on just the first day that you're using that passage. And then once they have that foundation, once they have that baseline, then going in deeper with it, asking them some more questions about it, pulling out some grammar skills, and then, you know, going even deeper, putting it more on them, you know, doing the gradual release model here. And so when you give yourself permission to go slower, then your students will feel that as well. They also sense that when We are stressed and we're we're just flying at full speed ahead And, and that's how they respond to it as well. I just want to encourage you a routine to set up this year for your intermediates is to really have that pulse on your students. Have that pulse when they're really engaged in a topic and they're really interested in a topic that you're doing. Have that pulse to go slower with it or to spend another week on it have that pulse when your students are doing really well on a topic, or maybe you're working on a specific grammar skill and they seem to be really grasping onto it. Have that pulse to maybe move on faster and bring in something new. When you have that mindset before the school year starts that you're going to really lesson plan with your students in mind, and you're going to go slow when you need to, and you're going to change things up when you need to, that's going to help you have a more successful year with your students. Number three would be to set up a routine at the beginning of the year. And this can look like a whole bunch of different ways. And I know it's very hard. It takes a lot of time to get your groups together to figure out the schedule. There's a lot that goes into that. So the first couple weeks, you most likely are gonna be spending assessing and, and working on that schedule. But once you have that schedule set, you have your groups somewhat solidified. I really wanna encourage you to set up a routine. This is gonna help you save time in lesson planning and it's gonna help your students really have that framework in mind to know what to expect when they come in your classroom. An example of a routine would be like Every, you know, the first day of the week that you see that, that group, you are going to be introducing new vocabulary. You're gonna be doing vocabulary games. You're going to be showing them a picture of the vocabulary. Maybe you set up a routine where they take one of the words and research it in their native language or they write about it. Just setting that up where they know on the first day of the week that you're with them, you're gonna be front-loading new material, new vocabulary. Then the second day that they come back in your class, they are going to know that you're going to read about that vocabulary, that vocabulary that they were introduced to on the first day is not just random vocabulary that they'll never hear of again. They know they're going to hear that again. And so on that second day, they're going to be reading about that vocabulary in context. And so now we're building on that skill and that foundation. And then if you have them another day that week, you're going to use that same topic, that same vocabulary And you're going to extend it and you're going to work on writing or speaking with that. Or maybe you want to pull out a grammar skill that's in that same reading passage that you used, whatever it is, having some sort of routine like that, where, you know, okay, day one of the week, we're doing this day two, we're doing this day three we we're into this and using that same content throughout is going to really help your intermediate ELLs. It's going to help them build confidence. It's going to help them build that foundation they need in order to continue to move forward and not get stuck. So number four, another routine to set up if possible. And I know everyone's schedules look very different. And I know this is more talking if you're working with pullout groups, but try to incorporate these and make these work. If you are co-teaching and doing a push in model as well, there's a lot, a lot of ways you can make these work for you. Routine number four would be to set up some sort of fun Friday or a time each week or every other week where they just get to play games, even if it's language games. Maybe they get some time to share with you about things that they're interested in, and you can do some research on that and do some lessons on those things that they're interested in. What we really want to focus on with those students is helping their engagement, stay high, but also giving them the opportunity to not just be told every day, here's what you're going to be learning. Here's what you're going to be doing, but really giving them an opportunity to open up, to enjoy learning, to have an interest in what's going on. And for you to really get to know them, working with ELLs is all about building a relationship. I promise you when you establish a good relationship with those students, you are going to see them succeed. Without that, if they don't trust you, or if they don't feel like you are for them, then they are not going to work with you. They're not going to work for you. And so having some sort of 20 minutes, 30 minutes in your week or every other week where you kind of take off that teacher role and you really become intentional about building those relationships. And there are so many wonderful English speaking games out there, games that really help students learn English. Well, you get to meet your students, talk to them about things that are going on, laugh with your students, you know, games like apples to apples. I came across an apples to apples pictures at Goodwill. So this would even work for your newcomers where you still have the adjective card, but the rest of the cards are all pictures And it is just a fun game to play because they're really all different types of pictures and some can be so silly. And so it's just a great way to still be working on skills that you want your students to work on, but to really take that time to get to know them and for them to get to know you. Even if it's once a month, setting aside a day and doing it ahead of time, because we know as as the school year revs up, We we kind of cross those days out, even though we know that we want to do them. So put that in your calendar now. Find one or two Fridays a month that you can just set aside to do some fun activities with your students. And then the last tip or routine that I want to encourage you to do to really help support your intermediate ELLs this school year would be to keep language in context. The more and more I read, the more research that I do about how to best support our ELLs, it really comes back to it being used in context. If you have ever tried to learn another language and you're just being fed standalone vocabulary, you quickly lose it. (laughs) That's definitely been my experience. But when you're in a conversation, when you're applying these vocabulary words you're using, when you're putting them in sentences, when you're listening to them being read in a story, or when you're reading them in a story yourself they be, they come to life. And so I really want to encourage you this year to focus on keeping the language in context however way that you can. You know, if you're working with intermediate ELLs, this is a great opportunity to really support the content that they're learning in the homeroom classroom. And so, trying your best to really take those topics that they're working on and pull out the language support in that because that's where they're gonna really start to soar when they have that extra additional language support along with the content they're learning in the classroom. This could be things like doing a read aloud, but then covering all four domains during that read aloud or with your reading passages. Literature connects with all of the domains. And so go that extra step further to kind of think through how can you pull out the language from whatever content that you're teaching and finding that content that interests them. If you have that flexibility, really find that content that that engages them and wants them to learn more because then that's really a great combination when they're engaged and interested and then they're getting content plus language all in one lesson. Structures and routines help your students know what to expect in your classroom. That's why I really truly believe that for our intermediate and our newcomer students, this is where we really need to spend our time and just thinking through what will this look like for you this year? Why this matters is because it really helps them to feel more comfortable and it helps to lower their fear of being put on the spot or not knowing what is going to happen next. It helps them build confidence because they know what to do. They have a visual cue. Oh, when I see this activity, I know this is what I have to do. Think of how much easier learning would be if you have that framework and you have that expectation. And so finding ways that you can incorporate these routines into your lessons is going to really help your intermediate ELLs this upcoming school year. Your challenge for today is to grab one of the resources that are inside your intermediate materials folder. There's a variety of different speaking cards and close reading passages and things to get you set up and to start using those to see how that works with your students. Now, again, with routines, it takes time. The first time you introduce the speaking cards, your students might not respond. They might not know what's the expectation, but I promise you, after you do them consistently for even just a couple of days, they are gonna know what the expectation is and they are going to rise to that expectation. So check out the intermediate folder, Download some of those resources and get those set up so that you are ready for those first couple weeks of school with your intermediate ELLs. Now don't forget that if you have completed each of the six weeks of the challenges, and if you haven't, you can go back and you can do them now, but if you've completed all six weeks and you've been posting in our Facebook group that you've completed them, then you are entered to win the grand prize which is a year long membership to equipping ELLs. Equipping ELLs provides you with the lesson plans, the assessments, the rubrics, and all the resources so that you do not have to guess what to do and what to teach with your newcomer and intermediate students in grades K through 12. We have it all there for you. Plus there's training opportunities, there are zoom calls for support and the most important and best part of equipping LLs is the incredible community where you get to talk and share ideas, ask questions with passionate educators who are figuring out themselves what's best to do to support their English language learners. And they are passionate about advocating for the needs of their English language learners. So if you want to have all this done for you and not be on an island this year, you want to get that extra support and encouragement, then come join us in equipping ELLs. We'd love to have you there. All right. We are starting in the next couple weeks, some brand new episodes of just hearing from some teachers, from ESL teachers who are currently teaching and in the classroom of how they're getting set up for the school year, what their ESL program looks like, what their role looks like in their school. And I think you're gonna find it really fascinating. So join me for these next couple weeks of some different guests that will be sharing what it looks like to get ready for different grade levels, supporting different grade levels this upcoming school year and supporting their ESL students. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.